back to the music buds episode 15 i believe uh yeah yeah uh think so <laughs> <laughs> um home for the re- home for the reviews of projects you never heard of uh we are actually reviewing a project this week i know it's been two weeks since we did one and yeah it's been a week, minute unfortunately we don't have chris with us this week but he did send over his notes on the music <laughs> <laughs> I think you scared him away at the Legends conversation. <laughs> oh, no, Chris, we need you back, bro. <laughs> well, anyway, this week we are doing an artist named Festive, and it's interesting because I found her through an app called Bars. This is that app that I've mentioned in one of the previous episodes mm. where it's just rappers on the app rapping over instrumentals that's on the app that they can rap to. Nice. And she does this dope like rap singing thing, and I, I hit her up, and she was down for the down for the review. Nice. So that's what we're doing, and that was the song that we opened up with. Hashtag bars. Oh, it, really quick, bars sponsor us. Hit us up. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. But before we get into it, go ahead and uh, go plug your stuff. All right, cool. What's going on, guys? This is Jarrell. You can follow me at J Powell Music on Instagram. Uh, usually I tend to post uh, a lot of music stuff for what I've been listening to throughout the week. And then also uh, I do do two other podcasts. I do a video game podcast called The Gamers for Life Podcast with my good friend Arthur Thomas. Uh, so I do that one. It comes out every Saturday. Uh, we do a video version of the podcast as well. So the Gamer Number Four Life uh, Gamers Number Four Life Podcast, and then also I do a guitar podcast because I'm a musician. I uh, do the 440 Guitar Podcast. Really fun. I've had a lot of great, a uh, lot of great uh, guests on the show. It's just an interview style podcast talking about music, guitar, and you know everything around it. Uh, so again, the 440 Guitar Podcast. Feel free to uh, check that out as well if you'd like. And then with the first song, uh, Bitches, one of, uh... You mean Bullshit? Bullshit? Yeah. Bitch, yeah, Bullshit. My bad. <laughs> I was reading Chris's notes. Oh, says yeah. Bitches. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking up, Chris. <laughs> I was like, I don't see that anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, the, uh, so Chris had said at the hook, really drew him in and i agree with that the hook is catchy as hell to me yeah um he said it definitely pulled me into the project and a cool down-to-earth flow that she started with as well he said he won't say it's the best intro but he enjoyed how it started mm-hmm. and he definitely relate and empathize with the song yeah what did you have to think about that one uh yeah, so I agree with a lot of that. Um, I think the uh, I think the hook is really good. The music was really good. Uh, really cool flow vibe. So you kind of get a sense of how she is as an artist when it comes to the music. Uh, you know, it's weird. The downside on it, I feel like I feel like it's a little too. Um, it sounds a little robotic. I think some of the rapping in this one. Um, it doesn't, I don't feel like it flows as well as it could, it could have, uh, 
Uh, so it seems a l- not so. Yeah, it seems a little robotic. Like it just really hitting on like the the uh, the iambic pentameter type. Like da 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 You know, so just very just the the flow just seemed a little stagnant to me. Yeah. Um, but as far as like the you know the sound of the song and then the the, the you know the hook yet like you said very catchy you know I'm just like ah they be on that bullshit don't they <laughs> they just be on that bullshit <laughs> it's very it seems like it's very much one of those I mean just listening to the first song I'm like okay I'm feeling some toxicity <laughs> I'm feeling some man ate shit vibes again. <laughs> Well, she's she's you know going against toxicity, you know, mm-hmm. fuck with it. Mm-hmm. But um, I agree with you on the on the the rapping, but it, it something about the song. I think the audio sounded off to me. I think it was like the switch up from the hook to her rapping, mm-hmm. like it didn't quite blend together. Mm-hmm. Um, I could be bugging, but like it just sounded off to me. Hmm. And then um. I feel like the song went on a little too long. Like I feel like it could have ended at like that three minute something mark. Yes. Then it like continued, and I was like, we didn't need the second hook again. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. The, this song being four minutes, it's, I just think it's way too long. You know, yeah. it's way too long. So yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I think that was the one thing where I was like, I feel like something's off here. Oh, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it's about to end, yeah. and then. They do the hook again. Third verse. Like, I'm like, uh, third verse? <laughs> well, no. No, no, no. It's not that, even a verse. No, no, like, it's just true. the hook It just extends. Again. No, yeah. you're right. You're right. Yeah, it just extends. But when she, like, starts slowing it down and she, like, you know, starts whispering the track off and I was like, dope, end it. And then the hook yeah. starts again and I was just like, ah, that wasn't necessary. Yeah. I think background singers would have been nice, too. You know? I think uh, she did a lot around the song. Like, she was doing some singing stuff. Yeah. Doing the hook, obviously. Rapping. And then doing the ad-libs as well. Like, it would have been nice to hear a little bit of harmony, you know, come in. Like, but that's just kind of me being a music nerd. But, uh... Yeah, from the from the rest of this project, I don't even know if she's messed around with that stuff yet. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of... A lot of the vocals and everything on this track is just her. Yeah. Very true. Very true. <coughs> but yeah and then, um, did I say the name of the album my bad no I don't think you did I don't think I did but the name of the album is Done Waiting by Festive um, but since you know that's the name of the album let's get into that next track Done Waiting <laughs> alright and we're <laughs> so covering the deluxe version too so there's two songs here yes. that are on the standard uh, yes. so yeah let's check out uh, let's check out the second song, Done Waiting. Don't you let them take control. This right here is all we know. Purity within our souls. My time is now done waiting for it. Don't you let your weakness show. Pain is how your heart gon' grow. If they didn't, now they know. Our time is now done waiting for it. And then uh, let's start off with you here because I think me and Chris have similar. Yeah, uh, I love this song. I thought I thought like what I was uh, missing from the first song, I absolutely got in this song. So like the uh, yeah, when it comes to just the the flow, the vibe, the hook. 
uh, even like even just like the rapping and stuff too. It's just very very natural, very natural sounding, and like it doesn't feel like it's stagnant. It doesn't feel like it's out of place. So I just thought everything fit really well. Uh, and I even like the little horns too, you know, the yeah. back half of the song. It, it gave me some floetry vibes. <laughs> I, I would agree with that. It definitely, it definitely gave me that whole uh, neo soul era vibe. Yeah. Um, I I love this track too. Chris said it's one of his favorites. He said it gave him Erica Badu and Sade vibes. Oh, okay. I don't know about Sade, but Erica Badu, I can see, <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Damn, Chris, he disagreed with you on the legends <laughs> and now this thing. Yo, man, people can disagree, man. Everybody disagrees with me on some of my shit. <laughs> but he said it's cool as hell. He said it was a great follow-up to the intro. I think so as well. It was definitely one yeah. of my favorite tracks. Like, it's a must-hear off the project, for sure. Yeah. Like, it's fun. Like, yeah, I think uh, I think the structure of the album with just, like, this one after the first is really, it was a good idea. Because it kind of keeps that. It keeps that energy, you know, and this arguably keeps it in a, like, just a, even in a, I don't know, just it's kind of, it's like each song gets better as you go on, you know, and that's kind of the, the vibe at least I got from Done Waiting compared to the last song. So, but yeah, I really dug this song. I thought this was really good. Yeah, it's definitely really fucking dope. And mm-hmm. vocals, I think she killed it as she does on multiple tracks on mm-hmm. this project. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, and definitely. then the uh, the next song was "Lovely Day" featuring Alpha in all caps. I think that's necessary. <laughs> I mean, that's. Um, I'm pretty sure the artist said, you know, it's an all caps. Do we have to yell his name? <laughs> he's no. He's one of. I, mean, I don't want to shit out this guy because I don't even know him. But he did a good job. But uh, no, I'm just I'm just thinking it's funny. Like if someone's like, "Oh, what's your artist name?" Alpha. It's in caps. Like I didn't even. Alpha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like I okay. <laughs> Say it with your chest. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Say it to the Lord. Oh God. We'll go ahead and cue that one up. All right, cool. It's gonna be a lovely day. Take a break from grinding. Tell them bring that wine in. It's gonna be a lovely day. Sun is gonna shine because we in the six one nine. Yeah. It's gonna be a lovely day. And in this song, I really love the vibe with it. Um, you know, I'm a sucker for that low key, slow vibe. Um, and then her vocals were cool. I do feel like the auto tune, or at least it sounded like there was auto tune, mm-hmm. could have been cleaned up a little bit. Okay. Um, and then other than that, like I really have nothing else to say about this song, but there was one small nitpick about Alpha. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Alpha. <laughs> there was one part of when he was rapping, like he like sped it up like outside of the vibe of the song, and it just kind of threw me off a little bit. But mm. like I, it, it wasn't enough to like take away from the song. In yeah, my opinion. it's not a lovely day without Alpha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought the song was good. Um... I thought I thought the vibe was good. I feel like, um, you know, I think in order, it's it's you know, I, yeah. That's one of the things that I like about this about the project is that I think the songs are well structured, you know, in, in order here. So uh, I thought Alpha did a pretty good job. Uh, I thought the song wasn't too long either. Uh, I felt like it was as long as it should be, um, you know. So it it didn't it didn't kind of strain out, you know, the whole 
you know, didn't strength like Thor's the song and everything wasn't like, oh god, like feeling being here for a while. I uh, know it's that was a, I thought it was well, well, uh, well structured and uh, and everything. So I thought it was, I thought it was pretty dope. And then Chris, I'd say good vibes, good positivity, uh, very mellow and chill, uh, with a catchy hook. Mm. So Alpha did a good job going with the vibe and having a unique pocket harmonizing in the end was a great way to end the song. Nice. I wish he was here to tell you himself, but you know, <laughs> he Jarrell scared him away. Oh come we might on, not be man! Friends anymore. <laughs> we just might not be friends anymore. You know, Chris, I apologize if I said anything crazy. <laughs> I don't think I did. I don't think I did. But I, but if I did, I apologize. <laughs> and then uh, the next song was "Dance with Me." And this one was interesting, but go ahead and yeah, cue that one up. This was this was interesting. Let's let's check it. Not anymore. No, 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 no. Baby, would you dance with me? Swing your hips a little closer. Let me catch the beat. Won't be happy if there's anybody after me. Take a chance with me. Baby, dance with me. Baby, would you dance with me? Swing your hips a little closer. Let me catch the beat. Won't be happy if there's anybody after me. Take a chance with me. Baby, dance with me. Why you act like you can't do that cat daddy? Hit that SpongeBob. I'ma eat your Krabby Patty. I'm just trying to dance. You be acting real ratty. I'm going to eat your Krabby Patties. God damn. <laughs> but wait, she's talking to a dude, right? I mean, yeah. if that's what she's into. I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, <laughs> I don't even know, but that was some I spice. Assume. That was some spice. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think of the project? So this one, this one, actually, I didn't know how to feel about it at first, but mm-hmm. then, then I was like, man, this is catchy. Like, I really like the hook. I like the, like, disco vibe that she was giving off yeah. with it. And really does sound like a good song just to dance to, you know, like mm. I feel like it, it may not fit the rest of this project, but I definitely feel like this song like has its place in like a certain scene, you know, yeah. I feel like it would fit like a, like a, uh, what do you call them? Fuck. Uh, man, I'm like losing all my definitions today. No, just like a, like a, like a. Yeah, it seemed like it would be somewhere in a movie where it's just like a bunch of different scenes or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah, I, I like the vibe, too. I, I like the uh, the synth, the dan, 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 you know, and she does a really good job with writing hooks. Um, so I thought that was, I thought, you know, I thought she did a really good job there. Um, the vibe was good. The vibe was really good. You know, so uh, definitely an upper, you know, I just think, yeah, just think just from and then from Lovely Day to this where it's a little more upbeat, you know, a little more. Upbeat. Yeah, uh, I thought that was a good choice of putting it right after Lovely Day. Um, yeah, I like your style. Style seems to be very like reminiscent of like that, you know, like maybe like slight early 2000s era. I feel like sometimes yeah. with some of the stuff, you know, I can hear that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Chris said. Not really my favorite song, but I can appreciate it for what it's supposed to be. (laughs) Which I interpret as a happy, upbeat song you can dance to casually. It's a good vibe, but it's just he's still a little indifferent. Yeah, I respect that. I respect that. (laughs) Yeah, but then this next one is his favorite song, and uh, I could do without it. But go ahead and cue that one up. All right, let's check it out. Take it 
That you weren't the biggest fan of it, but so like I, I said, I could I could have done without this song. I mm. felt like it kind of dragged on a little bit. Mm. Um, like I fuck with the content of the song, but I don't know. Like sonically, it just wasn't doing it for me. Mm. Mm. But Chris on the other hand says one of his favorite songs on the project, the hook he really felt and related to crazy, you know, which makes sense. Mm. And swears, not depression, I'm just trying to make impression that I'm finally accepting the truth is powerful. Mm. Not to mention the voices were angelic and enjoyable to hear, low-key toxic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I was a little confused listening to it, because I was like, is this a happy song or a sad song? I was like, it feels like a sad song. Like, it's like, <laughs> I'm happy that, that I'm, like, I'm not depressed, I'm addicted to be to a depressing situation like i was trying to <laughs> i was a little confused listening to it a bit as far as like 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 i don't know but but i did like that like she was able to talk about that you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like i said it's just sonically it wasn't doing it for me yeah i think my problem with the song um it's not a bad song uh i think it, the I think the scent the produ- production is great on this song i think it's a little too wordy maybe for me um, Maybe prob- that's it. Yeah, I think it's a little too wordy. Um, because you know the the one, it kind of reminds me of like, uh, and, and it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not similar to it at all. Or at least that's what I'm about to say. But like, you know how there's different, like different artists, they mess with like different pockets. Like when it comes to just like spaces, like I feel like Gene Ayako is like really good at that. You know, uh, it's just just really playing with the space when you're when you're applying lyrics to different places. So I'm wondering if it would have been even more, it would have been even more impactful if if it wasn't as wordy. Um, but yeah, that, that was kind of my own my only uh, the only thing I was like, eh, but you know, it wasn't. It, it, I didn't skip it. You know, it wasn't a skippable, you know, track for me. So yeah, I wouldn't say it was skippable. Um, it just. Eh, one of my least favorites on mm. here, uh, and I think at this point, because I found out about her from the bars app, sponsor us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I was like, "Where's the rapping?" Because mm. that was what I heard that made me like perk my ears up towards her. Yeah. Um. But and this is super to- later on. This is super toxic. This is like the perfect time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get some toxic rapping on this. <laughs> but then it, the, then the rapping comes later on. Um, it does. With, actually, with this next track, I believe is where it starts. Uh, Rocket, Rock Alone. Oh, actually, if I didn't say the name of the last song, was Addicted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this next song is Rock Alone. Go ahead and cue, Rock Alone, not along. <laughs> right. Cue it up. All right. Turn me up in the headphones. In the studio right now for Kevin A7, y'all, you know what I'm saying? Hey, ten niggas in my DMs, looking like ten different big deposits. Asking myself, is it worth the communication? Because all I'm trying to gain is profits. I get to wrecking my brain. Not at the fact that I let niggas drop me insane. He's slipping that hydroplane. He mad about letting this pussy go straight to his brain. No pun intended. He get the message. Asking about this my 
This is my favorite song on the album. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> I was like, let's go. <laughs> it was like, this was the rapping I was waiting for. It yes. was like, there it goes. <laughs> I was like, let's go, queen. <laughs> yeah, I fucked with it, dude. The, 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 the production, the beat, hard-hitting beat with the kind of like the airy sound, the airy, you know, background vibes, you know, and then like you said, you know, she's, she's talking that shit with, you know, with the rapping and stuff, uh, A1, so, yeah, I fucking love this, this is on repeat for me, and it's funny, this yeah. is one of the songs that is not on the non-deluxe, the regular one, so if you don't listen to this one, Rock Alone will not be on it, and this is like my favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a good thing she made the deluxe. Yes, yes, because I'm like, this is great. <laughs> this is definitely one of my favorites. The rapping into the singing, it, like she does flawlessly, mm-hmm. and then um, the beat, at, at a certain point, it changes up a little bit, and it gives me like Afrobeat vibes, and I think she's from San Diego. Oh really? So I was just like, I'm not. Sh- I was like, is I don't know about the scene over there, but I was just like, it, it made me like think straight East Coast, like the, mm. the kind of sound that it was going with. Um, it did change up, didn't it? That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It kind of sounded like like Afro BD, and I was just like, I fuck with that because mm. I I don't hear enough of that over here. Mm. Yeah, it's a good. It was a good change up. You know, it wasn't yeah. like it wasn't like a. Uh, so we talk about it all the time, like the, the the songs that have two different sounds and they're two different songs, and usually, you know, yeah, we, we don't like that. But uh, <laughs> this actually kind of like refreshed the vibe, you know, and in the song, you know, it took the song a different place, you know, and and uh, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. This is festive. This is this is the best, my favorite song <laughs> on the project. Very. Awesome. And then Chris said, uh, "It's definitely a dope ass song. It's the I'm going to do me anthem." <laughs> the, the switch up on the beat shows versatility mm. and she and she learn a type dude <laughs> her, he said her bars show how swaggy she is and like she don't need nobody energy yeah yeah i mean that's the that's the it, it definitely is a um it is kind of like the anthem and also like the message of the entire album. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Done waiting. I have clocks. I'm sitting on a piano. I don't need you. Fuck off. Like that's the vibe yeah. I get. <laughs> and then the next track was We Not Lincoln, spelled like Abraham Lincoln. Go ahead and Crazy. cue that one up. <laughs> All right, let's check it out. <clears throat> See you put in all that work, but that don't mean you gon' get to see what's up my skirt. Cause I ain't never been the one to bust it open for a nigga that is less than the best. You must be joking. And if you a lady, best believe I'ma need it soaking. Rack them up like Serena Williams. This a US open. I'm just playing, but what I'm saying is I don't need your company. I'm slaying, steady saying, away from all the messaging. You think you earned it cause you asked what I'm doing five times a day? Did it ever recur? That's probably my favorite part of the song, actually. Strangely, yeah. that I like went to it like unintentionally when I went into the the playing it. I was like, "That was good writing." Yeah. So I was gonna say like as we were talking about skippable tracks. For me, this one is skippable. Like I, Ed didn't really like it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was funny some of the things she was talking about, but 
the hook really threw me off and then i was just like yeah the song is too long i don't even know how long it was but it just felt long yeah it's about 3 30 <laughs> yeah it's about 3 30 yeah um i'd have to agree with you yeah i mean i was kind of just like i feel like i could have skipped it but then i was like trying to see what you know what other parts of the songs would be as far as like any other verses or whatnot but yeah i it, it wasn't a bad song but yeah definitely one where it was one of my least favorites i I mean, come on! If you're gonna have a, I don't know if there was any Lincoln on Tundra bars. I could have, I could have heard more of those. <laughs> that was, I, that was another thing because I was just like, it's called We Not Lincoln and it's spelled, the like not like what we're talking about. So, but I don't see if there was a purpose for that. Yeah, yeah. But forget what we say because Chris said this is his second favorite song in the whole project. <laughs> He's like, yeah, we're not Lincoln. <laughs> Hell yeah. Because <laughs> Chris is toxic. See, see, this is a thing. Where are you, Chris? We so need, Chris is toxic, we, so this might be why you fuck with it. We need this toxic feedback. He's so toxic, he couldn't be here to infect us. <laughs> he said that sonically is pleasing to him. He said that she stays smooth, dope, flow, and in the pocket. And, um... And it, it really tells an everyday story of modern dating and romance, and it's funny as hell, Tim, at the same time. <laughs> yeah. See, that's that toxic energy. Dude. See, ah, oh, that's why I'm <laughs> mad. I want to talk to him more about that. But, yeah, I, I agree. I think, uh, you know, I can't imagine what, like, ladies go through with this, like, as far as, like, the day-to-day, like, you know, D, like, people DMing, like, you know, creeps were DMing all the time, so... Like that alone is just like I can't like I can't imagine like you know like as a as a woman going through that, uh, but yeah I agree as far as like the song it's good I don't think it needed to be three minutes you know I would have been fine if it was like a minute thirty as far as like an interlude slash like kind of fun <laughs> funny song you know I don't know if a minute thirty would have done enough though really maybe yeah you're right maybe, maybe like two right. thirty yeah I think two yeah. thirty could have did all right for sure. For sure, I could agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, if anything, I think if the song wasn't as one as wasn't as long, but like that, like that, that that uh, verse that I, you know, played when we were checking out the song, I was like, I actually really like that. I like that. That part of the song is really good. <laughs> I like that, you know. But but yeah, it was one where I was like, if I, if I were to if I were to skip it to a different song, you know, I probably would have did that. But <clears throat> and then the next track was "Be That Bitch," dope song to me. Go ahead and cue that one up. All right. Let's take a listen. Baby, you need to go get you a job. We just not having it. If you're not talking money, I feel like my time has been robbed. My hustles be too legit. I'm pushing the mission while you just be pushing the mob. Ethic on the millie. You other niggas is silly. Fuck for a feature like my nigga, really? Six feet of distance. Can I get near me? Boss like a cellular. Now can you hear me? Word to sprint. I'm off the shits. Call me 5G cuz I'm killing it. Just in case you wasn't listening. CEO, I'm on my business shit. And here we got some more rapping again, and I was happy. Like yeah. it's, it's, it was sad. It was satisfying the scratch, of the itch. Um, Absolutely. Chris said, "This song really emphasizing her bars and her rapping. She's really taking, really talking her lyrical shit. She definitely giving me Tink vibes." With this track and anybody that's that's a fan of raw instrumentals with bars, they would like this song. 
And I agree with him with that part too, because I I just love I love raw instrumentals. Like I, something about it. I don't yeah. know what it is. That's the uh, mixtapes uh, <laughs> <laughs> mixtapes B sides uh, person in you. No, I agree. I, I thought uh, yeah, because sometimes you know you need the rawest the rawest beat to get the rawest expression you know of emotion in a song. And so I, I definitely. I really like it. Just, the song. It just sounds, it just makes rap music sound harder. Like, mm. I, I don't know, it's, it's hard to explain. I yeah. just love it. <laughs> it really, yeah, it really is. No, yeah, but I, this song's really good. Sounds really good. And then it's for the regular version. This is the last song on the album, right? Be That Bitch? Um, not too sure. I didn't look at the regular one. Oh, okay. Because it's funny when he said it to me, I almost went to the uh, the standard and I was like, no, yeah, listen, I think he sent, mm. me, the, he sent me the deluxe. So I went to the deluxe. And I was like, oh, okay, there's two more. So, yeah, songs. this was the last track on the standard, well, on the EP. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is a dope fucking song for the last, <laughs> for the last yeah. one on the EP. So, uh, and then the- so I'm, I'm actually happy that she made the deluxe because it seems from looking at it, with bullshit dancing me done waiting addicted, we not linking then be that bitch. Like, be that bitch was the only one where she was rapping. Mm so yeah. if I heard this in the EP, I would have been a little disappointed. Hmm. And then the deluxe version, she added some of the rapping tracks in there. So true. I respect it. Yeah. <laughs> and then the last track was uh, Madison. Hmm. Go ahead and cue that one up. Cool. Dope song. Yeah. I don't have nothing bad to say about that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, another another song with just like, I feel like it had another raw sense too. Yeah. You know, um, and this is a nice song to end the, the, the deluxe with as well. You know, so you kind of get more, a little more, a little more of those, those vibes too. So, um, but yeah, I really like the versatility to me on the project. Um, you know, where like, hey, she can go into, you know, smoother, slower R and B vibes, creating those hooks, and she can, you know, do that in your face, toxic, you ain't shit vibes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's uh, just call them the Chris type songs. The, <laughs> the, the Chris, the, the Chris songs. Uh, yeah, she can get real Chris with it. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think this is a, this is a pretty solid project for, and this is her first, her first official, like project music. Project? No, I think she had one before, uh, okay. the festivities. Oh, okay. That was last, no, two years ago. Wow. 2019. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, 11 tracks. Didn't, didn't hear that one. Yeah. I'll have to listen to that too, but yeah, I'm a fan festive. Thank you for this gift. I, I, this is, you know, Definitely, uh, I re- highly w- would recommend checking her out. I think uh, this is some this is some good some good work here. So, yeah, for sure. Um, that last strike definitely like closed it all out perfectly with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'm really happy she added some more rap onto there because I would have been disappointed if 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 uh, Rock Alone, Madison, and what was the other track? Well, 
don't remember. But if they, if they weren't there, I would have been really disappointed. Yeah, especially um, with Rockalon, dude. Like Rockalon, yeah. like yeah, like that song was like that was the one to bump, you know, like in the car. So it's like if that wasn't there, yeah, like I'm gonna bump to bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like so yeah, yeah. I, I thought I thought it was a well well put together project. So definitely, definitely. And then I really I really like that. Like like you said, and like Chris was saying too, like the versatility, because how she had like three, three, four different vibes, I want to say on this project. Mm-hmm. And and the dance with me one was like one I really wasn't expecting, but I fucked with it. Yeah. Um, cause, I mean, I guess I, I like to dance too. So like just that vibe <laughs> is just, it was. The person was like, oh shit, let me put down my drink. <laughs> I was in the driver's seat. <laughs> This, no, look, no, really though, Dance With Me was one that I was just like, I don't know what it is about it. But then I was just like, repeat <laughs> like, <laughs> before I got to the rest of this stuff. I, I felt like I was in Forever 21 when I heard this song. <laughs> like, oh, shit. That, actually, that sounds like, yo, but wait, what if that's it? Like, this is, that was like a good track for like. Just like shopping stores yeah. and shit. Just being at H and M, I can hear dance with I me can, playing at H and M or some shit. You know, I can hear my <laughs> wife spending hundreds of dollars on clothes listening to dance with me. Yeah, can... Hundreds <laughs> of my money. <laughs> she works too. Her money, her money. But yeah, just, oh, same account. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, good song, good song. I definitely paid me a pay the picture. So, <laughs> and then uh, Chris was saying from Madison um, how he really liked the instrumental. It was again, it was raw and versatile, so it was it was a dope track to him too, and it was a, a great way to end the project. He said so. He agrees with you there. He said overall, with no expectations, he really enjoyed the project. I won't have every song on repeat, but done waiting, addicted, and we not Lincoln is his favorites. Um, he said they're the gems. I'm not. I'm not going to downplay. The he gems. said the gems. I haven't he heard him gems. say gems before. We were, we've 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 <laughs> reviewed like ten projects. That's 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 pretty that's pretty good, man. That's pretty. I'm impressed with that. He said that the replay value on those songs go crazy, but I thoroughly enjoyed the project. Festive did her damn thing with this project. Mm. So it sounds like you got some, you guys, you got three fans now, Festive. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you for for gifting us with this music. I, I'm definitely a fan. So yeah, definitely check it out. Don't waiting, specifically check out the deluxe edition so you can check out more of her, you know, all of the other sides of of you know variety of you know musicality for her, and then obviously her rapping as well because she badass rapper along with you know singing and stuff. So. Yeah, I would say you have to check out the deluxe. There's no, don't even look at the other one. Just go straight <laughs> to the deluxe. Uh, hey, shout out to her for sending the project. Shout out to the fucking Bars app sponsor us. Um, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. But that that app is is really dope. Like I find myself going on there when I'm bored just to like hear some new stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you do music, you I recommend some downloading that app. Yeah, you, you gotta show them who's who, who's a real one. <laughs> Bro, you already we had this conversation. I've never even tried to rap before. So like I know you got Tony in the tuck, bro. <laughs> Don't you worry about it. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. But yeah. Sponsors. But yeah, um overall we like this project. Yeah, sponsor us and um <laughs> 
All right, let's get into some of the some quick news for the for this past week. Cool. Well, actually, before we even get into the news, shout out to D Skills for the episode last week. Yes. And if y'all haven't heard it, um, I was getting really drunk and didn't even realize <laughs> it. So yeah, go check that one out. <laughs> you know, it was it was so funny. Like, it was a miracle that it even recorded because I was having so many technical issues with my mixer that we recorded like 13 episodes, 13 episodes or whatever. And I was like, Oh my God, this thing froze. And it was after I, I used one of the sound pads and I was just like, you know, like messaging you as I was trying to reconnect. And I'm so glad I hit record on zoom. Yeah. Uh, so, because if we didn't, we wouldn't have had a podcast episode. So thank God for, for saving the episode there. But yeah, yeah, really very fun episode, uh, and uh, yeah, these skills we'd love to have you back on the show, man. Thanks so much. <clears throat> and so, uh, this week we got a few things to talk about. Um, mm. Cassidy dropped another disc towards Tory Lanes. <laughs> I actually didn't hear it yet, though. Um, you know, I did you hear it? Was it necessary? I didn't hear or it, or was e- it over? I didn't hear it either, man. But <laughs> you know, I, I know one thing, uh, was that he. He brought up a couple names as far as like uh, what was it, Whack One Hundred, and some other, some other like some other shots back uh, towards him, but I don't know, man. I just a seven track, like seven minutes, like diss track. That's way too long. This is in general. I feel general. like that's a sign of losing. Like did you feel like you had to drop another diss track. After and then I was just like, you could have like, bro, you should have just left Tory Lanez to do his track because now that you have to drop another one, like I feel like, oh, he he did something that that really that really got to you for yeah. you to be like, yeah, I mean, to say something else. <laughs> so it's like I feel like that's a sign of losing. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. I mean, maybe maybe I need to maybe I need to to listen to it. Uh, but yeah, I just. I saw, oh, okay, there's another track. And I'm like, seven minutes? I'm not listening to that. <laughs> I was like, I don't care enough about this beef to listen to the seven minutes. Yeah, song. and then, like, I feel like he released it so late after. Like, I'm done with it, bro. Like, are you just, I feel like this is the most he's been in the spotlight for the past couple years, other yeah. than that old Twitter post where he, like, he was dancing over, he was, like, bobbing his head to some beat that he must have thought was fire. And everybody was like, yo, that beat is trash. <laughs> like, like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know Cassie's respected as a lyricist, but I think he's had a, this recently. He's had a a, a, a record of uh, just kind of like some like one disappointing and or weird or just like disappointing like sad moments <laughs> as far as yeah. just like yeah like when it comes to like didn't he battle somebody and he like it just did not not turn out well. I thought he battled someone. I think I remember him. hearing something about him battling somebody. Yeah. I don't remember how it went. Or where he was like that, yeah, where he wasn't even really like dissing him during the battle. He was just kind of like rapping, and everyone's like, dude, this is a battle. You need to battle him. <laughs> you know. So, and then with that that Fruity Loops beat that I'm like, why didn't you publicly display this? Who is your publicist? You know, or A and R like or somebody. Uh yeah, and then with this this stuff, you know, it's just I don't know. I don't know. He's he's obviously a great lyricist, but when it comes to this stuff, it's just kinda like I don't know, like I can understand the younger generation being like, This guy's a clown, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I could definitely see the younger generation saying that, and I wouldn't disagree. Because, <laughs> like, like, I like, like, I feel like he's like trying to prove something. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, 
Am, and yeah. then we also, this is what, week three without Donda? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So there's a couple of, um, there's a couple of updates here. So when it comes to Donda, uh, he was at the Mercedes Benz stadium in Atlanta, uh, trying to work on the last finishing touches in quote last finishing touches. So he's moving out of the stadium into another stadium, uh, for another listening party. Uh, I'm not sure if it's a stadium he's going to, but he's moving somewhere in Chicago to fit to, to for another listening party. So it's another listening party, uh, and to, to, to continue to edit it or finish it or whatever the case may be. Um, before I go into the second part of what's going on, what are your thoughts on this whole listening party idea? Cause I feel like he's taken it to an entirely new level where it's so, like, go to a stadium. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't care for it, honestly, but, um, I think I was, I think it was Charlemagne, uh, Charlemagne, the God was saying something, how like, who has done this before where he's, he's really like play testing his projects live without mm. releasing it so he can release a finished project at the end mm. and like he's literally selling a, an experimental experience like, yeah. so it's like it's kind of dope when once once i heard that but i was just like man just drop the fucking project already <laughs> like, I know, man. Like, uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of on both sides of the fence, too. Like, I'm just like, you know, he is kind of like reinventing, like, kind of this experience. Like, imagine, like, a live concert experience, like going to the Iowa Bowl, but it's music that is brand new, never heard before. And if it hits and you had this live experience, like, not just like kind of like there in the, you know, in an empty stadium yeah. or an empty field, like an actual performance. You know, where it's just like, un, you know, brand new stuff that might be a really cool experience for future things. And then I know he made like, what was it, like eight million or something during the last uh, the last uh, listening party. But that was probably just to pay back fucking Mercedes because <laughs> I know that is not cheap. Um, but yeah, then the other side of the fence, I'm just like, dude, like I know for like the younger, you know, the young, I feel like with the younger generation, it's like they don't really, maybe they don't understand necessarily the 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 legend like Kanye West is a legend in my book. We're yeah, gonna talk absolutely. about legends. Kanye West is a yeah. legend, and he, he kind of looks silly to to the younger generation. I think to me, it was like, oh, he's the guy that doesn't release albums until a month later. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 yeah, like that's what I think these kids are saying. Um, and then on the other side of the fence, his producer, our former producer Mike Dean, uh, he pretty much left. Uh, he left uh, no longer working with Kanye on producing this project due to, uh, according to hip hop DX, according to a toxic environment, uh, which is not a surprise, unfortunately, just because I know, you know, Kanye West is a perfectionist. Uh, and I know there's a lot of people that have made projects with him that never came to fruition. Uh, yeah. A lot of extensive recordings, even like uh, slow jams <clears throat> with Jamie Foxx, you know, who did that. I mean, he, you know, Kanye was just like, uh, don't do that. Don't sing like that. <laughs> you know, it was like, well, it's like, no, like singing like this, really? you know? Yeah. Yeah. He talks to Joe Rogan on a po on his podcast episode about it. Very interesting. And, 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 and Kanye was right. You know, he's like, it's another one's song in America right now, you know, at that time. Yeah. Uh, but one, the last thing I wanted to say was that, you know, Donda is obviously to me, this is his healing record. I feel like this is his healing record. You know, Donda is, is Kanye is the, you know, Kanye West's mother's first name. So, uh, this is a very, 
this is a healing record and it's probably a very like there's a lot of pressure I feel like on him because he wants yeah. to make something that like his mom would be proud of and obviously anything he would make his mother would be proud for proud of but I think there's a lot of weight to that and like we talked about with like DeBaby for instance where he's had a lot of traumatic aside from you know the toxic stuff he said but the traumatic stuff that he's gone through personally when it came to like murders and family members dying and things like that Connie hasn't really healed either you know he hasn't yeah. really had that moment to step out and heal and you know and he has a lot of other things going on with him as well so I- I'm hoping this is a healing album for him you know obviously as a listener, I would like to hear the work that he's made, but it's like I get annoyed with the delays, but then I think about who Kanye West is at the moment and what he's gone through at the moment and what he hasn't dealt with at the moment. I'm like, okay. I'm like, just let me know yeah. when you're ready, bro. <laughs> it's a guess. I am annoyed as a listener, I st- but I still fuck with you, but like, just let me know when you're ready. <laughs> but, um, Definitely interesting that you pointed that out because, like, I can see why it would take him so long, mm. especially at, at it being named after his mother mm. and him just being a perfectionist already. Like, right. you know, like, it has to be fucking perfect. Like, right. he, he doesn't want to be a project where he has people like, oh, I was all right. It was mid. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, what the Like, that would, that would fucking throw him off the rails, you know? Because, so. like I mentioned a, a couple episodes back, like, I haven't really been looking for any Kanye projects in a long time. So, like, I, when they come out, I'll get to them when I get to them. But this one, I'm actually like looking forward to. Maybe it's, it is like the the hype that's behind it too. Mm-hmm. So uh, let me ask okay. you the rumor, the rumor, the the word on the street, and I'm, you know we'll see how credible the streets are on this. But do you feel? Do you think he's trying to release alongside with Drake? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's trying to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't see the point. Like, him and Drake don't have any issues with each other. Like, yeah. I, I feel like he's just doing his own thing right now. Mm-hmm. If anything, I feel like Drake is the one that would be waiting and like, oh, is Kanye dropping? All right, I'm dropping. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's true. That's true. I know they had, like, a little, they had a little, like, tiffed um, not too long ago, but I don't think it was anything crazy, you know? Yeah. Like, where, where, it was in, where they're in beef status. So, yeah, I do agree with that. Um but, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I do find it interesting, though, that Drake's like, no, not this week. No, <laughs> not, not not this week. Because the, the project is done. He's not he, yeah. he's not telling his producer, like, get back in there. Fix that snare, God damn it. You know, he's, like, like, in the back, maniacally rubbing his hands, <laughs> waiting for fucking Donda to drop. <laughs> you know, he's like, he's like, these motherfuckers can listen to Scorpions and Views, like, all over again <laughs> as they wait for Certified Lover Boy, you know? Like. And I think he just got some accolade where he said he has... Um, multiple songs on Spotify with over 150 streams. Yeah. Um. So like he's he's good. He's like, a, he yeah. doesn't need to drop any. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> like, the mo- I think he's the most streamed artist right now, like on Spotify of all time. Or yeah. Some crazy shit. So. Yeah, that's nuts. That's fucking nuts. But speaking of fucking Drake and bad opinions, <laughs> according to Drake, Rick Ross is the greatest rapper alive. <laughs> Rick fucking Ross. <laughs> is it is it is it disrespectful to do this? <laughs> Not at all. Now now I don't want I don't want people to think that like I, like we don't like Rick Ross. I love Rick Ross. I think he's great. 
my wife thinks he's sexy and amazing as an artist. <laughs> <laughs> so like, like I, I, we are not Rick Ross haters here. At least I'm not. But to say greatest rap artists alive, I, I, I can't, I don't agree with that. There's so many, there's, there's some fucking insane folks. I know we talked about, you know, through the, the messaging as far as like, you know, even just some of like our top five, like toying with that idea. Right. Yeah. You know, and Ross is great, but I don't see him as a top five, you know, at all. I mean, and I wouldn't even say he's great. Oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> I think, I think he had, he had, he had his, he had his era uh-huh. where he was, he was making good music, but like to me, when you're talking greatest rapper, yeah. like he wasn't rapping about shit. Like he just made he made good music, and I respect it. Mm. You know, but like he's he's not the greatest rapper. He's, I don't even think he's in the top fifty, honestly. What? Okay, that yeah, is crazy. No. That is crazy, no. bro. Come I don't, on. I don't even. I don't think he's up there at all. At top, all. He doesn't make top fifty. No, I I don't think he's up there at all, dude. Like at all. I don't just, he makes good music. I don't, he, he does make good music. I don't. Agree, I don't agree with the top fifty conversation, but um, like he's a great businessman. He has like twenty, thirty fucking businesses. You know, aside from him being yeah. a musician, so like him, like you know, just as far as like him taking his brand and expanding it, like incredible stuff. I think he has some really cool. He has a, he has a good flow that he can lock into. Uh, it's one of those things where it's like you got one flow, but you do that flow very well. Like I feel like Ransom has that. Like he has like mm-hmm. one flow, but he does that flow really well, and his bars are insane, and he continues to do that. So I respect that, you know, because I feel like a lot of people today, maybe some of the young cats, they think that we gotta have different flows and flow really fast and flow really f- go really slow and you know so I'm like, well, you don't need to do all that shit. This isn't dodgeball. You need to go in and out of the beat, you know, or whatever. Yeah, just like have. Just make it dope, you know. So I think for Rick, I, yeah, I, I don't, I, and and maybe it's a business thing, you know. It's like he has songs with Drake, you know, like so. It's yeah. like, oh, he's the greatest of all time. I hope he lets me borrow one of his cars since Rick Ross doesn't drive <laughs> and he has thirty fucking cars in his garage. Uh, <laughs> Do you, does Drake really need to borrow anybody's car? I know, right? Maybe he has a limited <laughs> edition, you know, <laughs> limited edition uh, uh, Lambo, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't see Rick Ross as like a great rapper. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) I don't hate the dude. He made made good music, and he had a whole era of him, DJ Khaled, and everything. Like they they went on a whole run. Mm. But like greatest rapper, like I wouldn't even. He's the last person in my mind talking about greatest rappers. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we can definitely agree with that. That is. For, for 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 me, I can't speak. I can't speak for Chris, obviously, but I I know for, for me. I feel like if if Chris was here, he would be arguing the impact of Rick Ross, which I would you know, which understandably yes, but as a rapper, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, yeah, insane impact. I mean, he has really insane mixtapes. He's got some great fucking albums. Trilla is a fucking amazing, uh, amongst a few other uh, a few other projects as well. But I mean, and then he has some great fucking collabs with a lot of great people yeah. uh you know from fucking fat joe obviously drake like game like he's worked with everybody you know what i mean yeah. so huge widely respected uh but yeah i can't say greatest all time can't say that can't say it 
And then uh, what you think is going on with this Lupe project that he did in Bro. 48 hours? Bro, the Lupe 24-hour project. So I was a little confused, uh, and I'll tell you why. Because I know he was talking about, before, his, before he was saying how he was doing a project, uh, he was doing it this 24-hour project, he dropped like a, not like a single, but he dropped like a part of a song. And he was saying how he said, my new album is called Drill Music in Zion. Like, that's what he said what the album the mm. album name was. And then he said, oh, I'm doing a 24-hour project. So, I don't, so I'm like, is this the same thing? Is Drill Music in Zion the 24-hour project? I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. I feel like they're two separate projects. I was thinking the same thing because uh-huh. um, he did the whole 24-hour project and then he started talking about an album. And then mm. I was just like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, which one is which? So I want to assume it's two different projects. Or okay. At least I would. I hope so. Yeah. Because, you know. Yeah. I like Lupe. Yeah, I like Lupe too. I mean, I don't agree with him all the time on some of his ideas, but uh, and opinions. But I, I think he's a great dude. I think he's a great musician, a great rapper. Uh, and then it's produced by Soundtrack, who has produced like all like some of his best projects, if not, you know, if if he hasn't used him like for you know for most of his projects. But uh, I'm pretty excited. And I, part of me wonders, I, I'm really curious to see what he's talking about. Because there's some bars that he just, he didn't write down. And just, yeah. you know, because I remember he was on Instagram Live and he was talking about how, like, he was freaking out because one of the songs he wrote was, like, gone. And he was like, oh, my God. And he was using GarageBand. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I think he used GarageBand for the majority of this album. And, uh, you know, and he was like, yeah, whatever. Fuck you. I've used like the best, like the best, like equipment in the world for engineers. Like, fuck you, whatever. Use GarageBand. Fuck it. Um, but he like finally, finally recovered the song. Cause he was like, I didn't write this down. So even if I redid it, it wouldn't be the same song, but he likely found the track and everything. He's like, Oh my God. So, and then, and then he said that crazy shit as far as it being his illmatic and everyone raised their brows and were like, Lupe, <laughs> what are you talking about? So <laughs> like that, that's, that's a high, like that's a high expectation. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he tweeted and he was like, no cap. And I'm like, I'm feeling there's some caps here, bro. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. We'll see. I'll be very excited to see how it sounds like one part of me wonders, is it going to feel rushed? Like he made it in 24 hours or is it just going to be like an insane project done really quickly? I think that was, I think that's probably like the point of his experiment with it. to like make a dope project in 24 hours, which I think he could do. I think to me, I think it'll be an achievement if it didn't feel like it was done in 24 hours yeah because if it feels rushed and and like flows are like kind of weird and he could have done another take could have done five different takes you know i think that's where i'm like dude like this could have been this could have been like a playlist or like a mixtape or just a collection of work like like i wouldn't even call this an album if like like that's a discredit to him you know because he's you know i feel like he he uh he has a high standard for the music that he makes, you know? Uh, but yeah, if he can release something where it doesn't feel like it was done in 24 hours and call it I mean, Illmatic, I, then I'll be like, holy shit. Like, that's I would insane. hope that it doesn't feel like it's done in 24 hours because he didn't just release it after the 24 hours were up. Yeah. Like, that's what I was expecting. I was expecting him to be like, yeah, I'm going to just make a project in 24 hours and then just release it. That's you know? a good point. Cause uh, yeah, but, like he's yeah. he has to be doing some mastering and that editing and all that other shit, you know, like yeah, that's so. a, that's a good point because I remember you're like, where the fuck is this Lupe project? 
Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, he just made it. Like, I mean, I don't, you know, we should be yeah, getting it you, this wait, year. But if you're bragging about making something in 24 hours, like, I'm assuming you're going to drop it after the, like, a, a finished project after 24 hours, not just, right. oh, I'm making brand new songs in 24 <laughs> hours and putting it on a project. That's a good point. Cause you're, cause you're bigging up everybody, right? You're already yeah. doing this, this, this self promoting, the self marketing. People are like, oh shit, you know, like the momentum is there. So if you say, like, oh, I'm doing this work for our project, it'll be on 2022. Like, what? Like, no one's going <laughs> to remember it by that time, you know? Like, so. Like, even the fact that it's not out right now, like, mm. I mean, I'm still catching myself looking for it, but I'm. <laughs> I'm just like, like I feel like that, like that, that train has already left the station. <laughs> like, oh wow! Well, I, I, I don't think it's left yet, but the momentum, the, the, you know, the anticipation is reducing as we're talking. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think it, I think it needs to come out with, to me, in my opinion, within the next two to three weeks for it to be like. You know, I feel like within the next week. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, I, I feel like if you're going to say I'm making a 24 hour project, it shouldn't take two weeks to come out. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, I will say that streaming services are kind of the bitch. Like it, sometimes it can take a week or two for it to go to distribution. Just from my experience. He got Twitter. He could say that he could be like, hey, it's done. We just we just got to we just got to get through. You want like updates. the yeah, we just got to get through the fucking technicalities of releasing it. That's a fair point. <laughs> oh man, person like, where is this motherfucker? <laughs> and speaking of where the fuck is the project, Silk Sonic apparently, as of right now, um, their project was delayed to January 2022. Really? I didn't <laughs> yes. know about that. It, oh my it, god, it was, that's today's news as of this recording. Oh shit. <laughs> It that's, was delayed till 2022. That is annoying. That is really annoying, and that's really disappointing. Because, like like I was saying, you know, I was like, okay, you got to leave the door open. And then, like, they fucking <laughs> go into, like, the Grammy conversation. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, great, that's a long group. time to leave the door open. <laughs> that is a very long time to close leave the door open. Close that door, girl. <laughs> Just close it. Uh, yeah, and then they came out with Skate, which I was like, okay, like, this... This that one is was cool. all right. It was, it was yeah, right. yeah. It was fine. It was, it was in the same caliber as leave the door open. Probably not. But then I was like saying to you, I was like, okay, but where else does he go after this? You know, yeah. and and, then, and now the, it goes into January next year. <laughs> so it's like shit. I think after things are opening back up and yeah. you know COVID is on its way down, yeah. they take longer. And you know what? And uh, yeah, and I think on the contrary, or just to play devil's advocate, that's probably why they stopped. They're like, you know what? Delta variants around the corner. I'm gonna try to get as many shows as possible before, like, <laughs> I have to work on the fucking album because I'm not touring and making any money. And that's like the yeah. bread and butter. You know, like I, I saw her. You know, I saw her live uh, at the Hollywood Bowl not too long ago. Fucking sold out show, like nuts. Like all those fucking seats sold out. So, you know, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, Anderson Pack and uh, and Bruno Mars, you know, they want to try to get a piece of that pie, you know, before the the store closes. (laughs) So, but yeah, that makes sense. That definitely makes sense. Yeah, I mean, but I'm there. I'm right there with you. I'm like, this is really annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I agree. Like, I'm kind of right there with you. I'm like, let's give us a project, guys, or just work on it. You know, goddamn it. So. And then speaking of Anderson Pack, he got a tattoo recently. Did you hear about that one? No, no. He got a tattoo that says, when I'm gone, please don't release any post hummus albums or songs with my name attached. Those were just demos and never intended to be heard by the public. He got it. He got tattooed on his arm. 
That is, I actually fuck with that. Can I yeah. do this? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I like Anderson so, Pack, that man. Was, that, that was, was a fucking, few days ago. Really? Yeah. That's fucking hard, bro. <laughs> that do you is think hard. they'll actually listen to him, even though it's on fuck his? Kid? No, no, no. <laughs> If he didn't sign it, fuck that. <laughs> That's the tattoo guy that made that. No, uh, th- but I love, I love that he did that. Just because I remember we've kind of had this conversation briefly with Chris, I believe, as well, as far as like, you know, these albums that, you know, they, they kind of disingenuously come out when it comes to working with other artists that they don't fuck with, and, you know, and it's just merely to yeah. make money and not really like, just like upholding the truer artistry. Because, like, I haven't listened to the Prince album that came out. Just because, like, I don't... To me, if Prince didn't want it to be out... Prince didn't want it to be out. It's very intentional yeah. with his work. And it's he, been a long time since his death. Yeah, it's been peace. a little bit, right? A few years. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I... I fuck with that. That's dope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's dope. You know, because... Yeah, like, I know... Because I feel like it's different for certain artists. And, like, for, for Pac, for example... Or Tupac, like he had, what was it, five albums after he died? He has like yeah. seventeen albums, right? But like one that. of the, but like Machiavelli, when that came out, like that was a done album. So it's like he just didn't get to do the rollout, you know, appropriately to mm. release it the way he wanted to. Obviously, because you know he passed. But the album, he it was a finished idea. Now, as far as for some of these other projects. You know, like, can't really say that. You know what I mean? So, like, Loyal to the Game, I know, like, that was kind of like a picked apart one. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just, like, I, I, like I, I love Eminem. I think he's a great rapper. But, like, I just get annoyed when he's on Pac stuff. Like, I don't know why. Like, I just do. I just do. I'm just like, I don't know if he, I don't know if he'd have me as a feature. I love Eminem. I think he's a brilliant lyricist, one of the most brilliant lyricists. But, it's get annoyed with this 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 post you know post posthumous post, post posthumous this posthumous stuff, you know um, where people are on it that like I don't know if you did she call you, <laughs> you know so that's that's kind of my my rant but yeah I totally totally uh, am team Anderson when it comes to to that so yeah me too and then I mean the way Anderson be dropping music like other than this fucking project which mm. he's delaying but like Anderson <laughs> has dropped so much music yeah. so like I can't even say like like there's any reason to drop anything else afterwards cuz he he has a he has a whole shitload of stuff in his catalog that I would be happy mm. to like keep hearing mm. long after yeah uh, god forbid <laughs> yeah, I know. Seriously, goddamn. Yeah, I mean his his album. I mean his, his one of his first main projects, Malibu. That's one of the that's one of yeah. the best albums uh, of all time. Like that's one of my favorite albums. That's an incredible fucking project. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, yeah. Um. Now a couple projects came like a couple projects came out that I didn't even know. Like I wasn't even accustomed to it. Um. But uh, fucking Some Anderson projects or in general, just in general. So like no. so like Talib Kweli and Diamond D they came out with a project called Gotham, uh, which is pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I, I saw that mm. when I was when I was talking to you about top uh, like the top five rappers alive. Yeah, because Talib came to my mind too, and then I added the project. I didn't get a chance to listen to it yet though. Okay, uh, and then to me the most impressive project so far that I've listened to is Pharaoh Monch in 13 uh, a, magnis- a, a magnificent day for an exorcism great fucking album 
really great fucking that. album. That's the one where like you have that person where like they have a rope over their eyes and there's like a TV that's hanging off of it or the mm. end of the rope. Really great fucking album. It kind of reminds me of the only reason why it reminds me of Go Faces Sour Souls because that project that they did with the good good. Bad, bad, not good. That band, it was all live instrumentation. And this album with Pharaoh Monch and 13, I it's all live instrumentation as well. Oh, okay. Um, but man, they work together really fucking well. Pharaoh Monch still has bars, like insane bars. So it's like kind of solidifies my my top five. But um, and, and I guess like because I didn't know this, but I'm a big fan of Jack White. His drummer, it's this drummer's band, I guess. Um, I think his name's Darius. But great project. I think it's really good. Highly recommend it. Uh, I still haven't gone through uh, Stray from the Pack, uh, the Kev Brown and Jay uh, Cyanide. Sorry, Jay Cyanide. So they did a collab project that came out this year. Um, so I want to get to that because I'm a big friend of Kev Brown. I'm a huge Kev Brown fan. So uh, never really listened to him. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. So. Benny the Butcher dropped a project too, you know, like the hundredth one of the year. Oh, <laughs> Pyrex Picasso, that one. Yeah, Would I didn't you... get a chance to listen to that yet either. Eh, eh, eh. It's all right. I've I've heard better from from Benny. I feel like um, the project he did with Hit Boy is probably the best project he's done since because he's put out like two or three of the projects, but I just, I haven't really liked them personally. I think the I just think the producing the, the See, I don't like the, I don't like the beats he's rapping on. What's that? Interestingly enough, the Trust of Sopranos one I didn't really like. Mm. Plugs I Met too was I, I really like that one. The Burden of Proof, all dope. Yeah. But after after Plugs I Met too, Trust Sopranos I didn't really care for. So mm. I'm, I'm I'm interested to see what this one is about because I didn't get a chance to listen to it yet. Yeah, like both plugs I fuck with. Uh, um, Burden of Proof I, I liked, uh, and then obviously like the, the the Tanner talks like those are. Really dope, mm. but yeah, like the Pyrex Picasso, I wasn't really a fan, and then the one before that was kind of like a compilation album, like a million people were on it. I was like, yeah, I could do without this, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, wait, there was one artist that I wanted to mention because I feel like people don't talk about him enough, mm. and I think he's he needs to be talked about. Stove God Cooks, you know about him? Yeah, yeah, he's a different kind of dude. He's he's good. He's Dope. very good. Yeah, J- <laughs> Joe Budden actually said that was his favorite. That was his favorite like new artist. I think like best new mm-hmm. artist last year. Uh, Stove God Cooks. Yeah, I like him. He's really he, he is a really. Uh, to me, he has a very original vibe to him. So yeah, his his album is pretty good. That is a debut album. <clears throat> yeah, and I'm waiting for more music from him. If you haven't checked out Stove God Cooks, go check him out. He's not somebody that would probably be on this podcast. He, he has plenty of following worked with a bunch of big, bigger names already. Yeah. So he won't be here, but just, <laughs> it's just a, it's just a mention. Yeah. He's, he's becoming a, he's a, he's a growing into a high caliber artist. So yeah. Crazy stuff. But, uh, but do you have anything else for this week? Uh, no, I think that's it. Um, like I, like you, I'm waiting for Donda. Um, waiting for Donda, and then waiting for Lupe. Um, but yeah, the, I don't think there's anyone. I don't think there's anything else. Ransom is cooking up something else. Uh, that, that I man. think he's battling with Griselda, who could release the most shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't, you know what's crazy about 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 Ransom? Like he he just he's just a workaholic. Like he he doesn't really fuck with anybody else when it comes to just like like oh like I gotta compete. Like no, he like he's just he's one of those guys that's like I'm the best. I'm gonna show you I'm the best, and we're gonna keep releasing dope shit. Like his his director's cut series is phenomenal. Like director's cut three scene three is like fucking nuts. I bought the vinyl for it. I really like the projects he's released this year, uh, and then obviously Heavy's the Head is one of my favorite albums this year. He's just nuts, dude. Like he's like he's his right his bar construction is like one of the best. I think his bar construction is very good, very good. It's old head good, but it's good. It's good. No, it's it's good, good. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't even say it's old head good. It's just good. <laughs> it's like it's coming from like it's coming from someone who is seasoned. I guess I should say. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't have anything this week. Um, so with that, that'll be the end of episode 14. I'm losing track of how many episodes we got. I think we're <laughs> on 14, right? But um, again, thanks to Festive for allowing us to play your music. We'll definitely hope to hear more from you soon. Um, yes. Episode 15. Episode 15. I'd check. 15. Yeah. 15. There we go. <laughs> and then... Uh, Another mention, if you haven't, like, if you are a rapper, check out that Bars app. And even if you aren't, and you just like hearing amateur rap, I, mean, I feel like amateur is a bad word to say, but amateur rap, people that, you know, are just rapping to rap, go check out that app as well, because it's definitely, it's definitely dope to just go through and listen to some new people mm-hmm. and some unheard stuff before. Um, definitely. And... We will see you all next week. You know, peace, love, positivity, all that other bullshit that Chris would say. Um, <laughs> we need you next week, Chris. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> if you want, if you want to think two bucks not a legend, you can. If, just to get you on the show. <laughs> all right, so y'all, so we will catch y'all next week. All right. If double taps was real love, I'd have a whole lot of fam. It's cool to sit double cups, not really give a damn. We losing sight on how to be over woman or man. Whoa. I think society is backtracking. Clout chasing is the new definition of piggybacking. Clowns racing to the fast money. We know you big capping. I mean, let's face it, it take rehearsal to make it happen. Gonna be okay, though. Life's more than just bankrolls. Promise your life not determined by zeros. And if